You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. This is episode 20 and it's the last episode of 2019, the last episode of this decade. And my, oh my, have we come a long way. I am just feeling so excited and blessed that I've made it through another year, that this season for me has really been that of a glow up and God has continued to show up and show out in my life. I was doing some journaling and I was just reflecting on all of the things, the highlights, the real highlights for me for 2019 and the things that I have achieved And I was taken aback. So let me share with you guys some of the things that has happened for me, for my business, and for this podcast in 2019. So first things first, obviously, we launched the podcast. We launched the podcast three months ago in September, and guessed what? We are celebrating, on Christmas, we celebrated reaching two thousand listeners. That's 2,000 downloads. And I'm so excited because... That happened on Christmas Day. That was a divine Christmas gift for me. So I thank you guys for tuning in week after week, for sharing the podcast, for listening. And to those of you who listen to the podcast on Christmas, like shout out to you. I feel special because I was a part of your Christmas day. At some point in the day, you took out some time between 30 minutes to an hour to listen to the Pray, Plan, Say podcast. And that just blessed my soul so incredibly. So to all 2000 listeners, to the people listening in 24 countries around the world, thank you, thank you, thank you. You have shown up, you have participated, you've become part of the conversation, and you have inspired me. So thank you, Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast. Another big win for me is that my business, my life coaching and business coaching business, we help 17 women this year transform either their life or their business or both, which is amazing. They have seen, these women have seen growth in leaps and bounds in their life, in their businesses, in their revenue. I mean, I'm talking about women who have 3 x their income, women who are walking in work with their head held high, doing 80% better at their job, women who are finally reaching their savings goals, women who are finally writing the book that they have been waiting for so long to write. That is the impact that my company has made this year. And I'm so, so, so grateful to be able to touch these women's lives, to be able to see the exponential growth that has happened, that has occurred. And I'm so excited 
that next year I'm going to be doing a lot more than that. Next year when I launch my Created for More course, I am going to be helping so many more women. It's just so overwhelming. I'm so grateful. I also in 2019 had five speaking engagements. I hosted two conferences. I traveled to Italy, Atlanta, Florida, New Orleans, Tulsa, Transformation Nation, (laughs) represent, and I went to Washington. I won an award for academic achievement and leadership, and I also gave out two scholarships. 2019 has been for me the epitome of a glow up. I have let go of negative relationships and replaced them with positive uh, relationships that that have actually helped me to grow and push me even further than I thought. I have probably, I feel like I've grown up in every every way possible. And I'm so grateful for that because that is, I I don't even know how to put it into words, the definition of how I've grown throughout this year. Like 2019 for me, although it felt like it flew by, but with the amount of things that I've achieved this year, with the personal growth I've seen in myself, I feel like I've been working at this for 10 years, but it happened so quickly. So I'm grateful. And I know you guys are grateful for whatever growth you've had in 2019. So this week on the last episode of the year, I wanted to talk to you about the lessons that 2019 has taught me. I wanted you guys to see how you, no matter what point of your life that you get to, there is always room for growth. No matter how old you are, there is always room for growth. No matter if you feel like your life has not moved in the last two, three, four, five years, there is still time for growth. So here are some of the lessons that 2019 has taught me. I would say the first lesson that I learned was trust in the Lord because he knows what he's doing. (laughs) So at any point in time where I felt led to do something, whether it was led to have a conference or led to give out scholarships when I wasn't actually or I didn't have the finances to support the vision, I followed God and guess what? He showed up and he showed out. Like Dr. Marlene said two episodes ago, if it's the Lord's will, he would he will foot the bill. So he'll pay for anything that you need when it comes to executing the vision that he has given you. So I've learned to really trust in him. Like if God says go left, I'm gonna go left. If he says go right, I'm gonna go right. If he says be still, I'm gonna learn how to be still. If he says to shh and be quiet, I'm gonna learn how to do that too. I'm getting better at it because you know, we are inquisitive people. We're asking the Lord, Lord, why? Isn't it time yet? Like, I'm ready. Can't we do this, this, and the other? And he's like, be still. I've learned how to trust him because in every season where he has given me instructions and I have followed it, there has been a result. So I know how to trust him, even if it sounds strange. Like I told you guys, or I believe in one one previous episode, that one month in my business, the Lord had told me, be still type of month. Like don't do anything. Don't do all the extra. Be still. And in that month of be still and me not doing anything, I had my highest incoming 
income month, I actually superseded my salary from my nine to five job in the month Jesus told me to be still. So I'm so grateful because I know that he knows what he's talking about, even if it doesn't make sense to me. The other thing I have learned is another thing that I've learned is to be patient, right? Good things come to those who wait. Just because things aren't happening the way you want it to go in the timing you have doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. You have to be, and we we have to be wary that we're not jumping on everything in our own timing. We're not moving at our own pace. We're not setting the race uh, basically against ourselves. We have to know how to go back to my first lesson, trust in the Lord and listen to what he's saying because Patience is really a virtue and patience is something that has to be practiced and it has to be learned because we live in a such an instant gratification age where we expect things to happen overnight. We want to become overnight successes. We want the books to be written, you know, in a matter of two or three days. We want to lose weight in one week if possible. We want to do everything quick, 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 quick. And when success doesn't look like this instant gratification that we are now become accustomed to, all of a sudden we want to give up. We say it's not meant for us, or maybe the Lord didn't want me to do that. When as a matter of fact, all that was required was for you to be patient so that things can come into alignment with what you need, with the timing, with the people that need to be around you, the people who can receive the vision. So even if you're still working on this this one, sis, be patient. God hasn't forgotten about it. Even if it when it's coming to the topic of love, and you know we talked about this on the episodes with Long Gray on the single heart, part one and part two, the importance of being patient and waiting for your divine purpose partner that God will send your way. Do not be in a rush. Don't think a relationship will now all of a sudden validate who you are. You are already a child of God. You are great in who you are. Don't rush to meet meet the mark of marriage if you're not ready for that or if God hasn't sent you the right person. Because at the end of the day, what I don't want for you is to settle just to say that you have you have ticked a box. That's not that's not it for your life. Trust me. It's not about you ticking a box that, oh, I'm married. Or, oh, I have a man. No, the box you need to tick is I'm in purpose. I'm doing things on purpose and I'm bold and my I'm confident about my purpose. I'm doing things that God has called me to do. God will sort everything out for you in his time. So don't rush. Be patient in all areas of your life, whether it's building your business, writing a book, losing weight, whatever it is on your list of things to do. Remember to be patient. Another biggie of a lesson for me was to learn how to fall in love with myself. I have struggled years and years upon end with self-confidence, with believing that I'm beautiful, with believing that I'm smart enough, 
all these challenges that probably originated from a younger age, originated from being teased and being the big girl at school and being the girl who wore extensions in her hair. All of those areas that were picked on by other kids left a big deficit in who I was as a person and left me struggling in becoming confident in the person that I am. But this year, I have learned how to unequivocally, without restraint, fall in love with me, flaws and all, looking at the parts of me that I used to think wasn't was not beautiful or wasn't what society expected of me as a woman and accepting it and saying, you know what? You are beautiful. You are powerful. You are intelligent. You are a multi-billion dollar business owner. You know I had to throw that one in there. But really, really seeing me for who I am and accepting it and loving every bit of me from top to bottom has changed the way I walk. It's changed the way I talk. It's changed the way I perceive myself. So now I won't let any riffraff into my life because I know that I am worth a lot, okay? I am worth a lot. I have self-worth. So not anybody can come to me and talk to me. Not anybody can try and rub up on me and be friends with me or even try to date me or just sending me a compliment. It doesn't do anything for me because I know who I am. I know what I'm worth. I know the caliber of people that I want in my life. So if you do not measure up I don't care about your opinion. Like it has taken me so long to come to a place where I just don't care anymore. You can have an opinion. You could love this podcast. You could hate this podcast. I don't care. I'm just doing what I'm told to do. Whether you love it, hate it, talk about it, share it, don't share it. I, that is not what matters to me. What matters is that I'm doing what God has called me to do. And that needs to be what matters for you. Nobody apart from the Lord, should be able to tell you how to feel about yourself. You should be bold in who you are. Every curve of your body, every stretch mark, every natural piece of hair, every every piece of weave, if that's what rocks your boat, if you have eyelashes, whatever it is about you that makes you uniquely you, whether you're nerdy, whether you're weird, whether your dancing isn't great and you can't sing, I love me flaws and all. And I want you guys to go into 2020 with that sort of attitude, like geared up to love yourself flaws and all. I love my voice that, you know, I'm not a singer, but I can hit a note every three songs. And I love that. I love my sarcasm. I love the fact that I read comic books and people don't expect that from me, that I collect comic books and I collect action figures. I love that about myself, okay? That I love Disney World and that I I, I love uh, superhero movies, things that people don't expect from me because it doesn't uh, fit into who they see me as doesn't bother me anymore. I love all of me, quirks and all. So that was my biggest lesson. And it helped me to be more bold in my business, more bold when I'm doing speaking engagements, more bold in helping my clients and telling them, you know what? I have been there 
I struggled, but I came out on the other side because once I started loving myself, I could tell my story without feeling hurt or pain from it, but actually using what I have been through to empower me to move forward. So I want you again to go in 2020 empowered with your story, empowered with your struggle. Use that as the fuel into your rocket ship to go up another level in 2020. Don't let what people have said over you in the past become your reality. You are who you said you are, okay? I need you to affirm yourself. Speak good things over yourself. Say you're beautiful and fearfully uh, made. Embrace your greatness. Be the powerhouse that God called you to be. No more playing small, okay? 2020, we're not doing that. We're not playing small. Playing small is canceled. When you walk in your power, your authority, your your greatness, who God called you to be, you are uh you are unconsciously helping other people to do the same thing because now that they see that it's possible for you to do it, they're going to want to know how to do it too. Let you let walk around being a chain breaker for the bondage that people have lived in their entire lives. If I walk around boldly and walking in my power and greatness, I will I will influence somebody in my stratosphere to want to become more bold, to want to activate their power, to want to stop caring what other people think about it, them, to want to just do it. But how do I do that without even saying anything? I become the person that I know I was meant to be, and you can do that too. So another lesson as well was to become an influencer. And when I say become an influencer, I'm not talking about uh, selling flat tummy tees on the gram or things like that. I'm talking about actually influencing your community, the people that are around you, even the world, whatever you're called to influence. It's so important because God has called you to actually dominate in the area in which he has assigned you to. So you should be able to influence people, right? Everybody has been born with a level of influence. Whether you use your influence to help people do good or bad, it's on you. But you should be able to influence people to do better in their lives daily with whatever you're called to do. If you're called to worship lead, then your music should influence people to get into the presence of the Lord. If you are called to um to be an author, then your book should influence people to whatever, you know, it is that you're writing. God has given you the ability to influence your surroundings. And I have made it on my end, a personal agenda to influence the entire world. This podcast is in six continents and I really would like it in seven. But my friend has reminded me that apparently the penguins can subscribe to my podcast, but I have global influence on my mind, right? So it's how can I change the lives of not only my country of Bermuda, but the countries in which I am connected to. Right now, I'm connected to 24 countries through this podcast alone. If you go on my Facebook page, I have over 80 
something thousand people from all different countries. So that means that my influence sphere is wide. And I expect that anybody who reads a post, works with me, hears this podcast, sees me speak, um, does one of my courses, that I influence them into becoming the person that God called them to me, that I pull them out of generational poverty, that I pull them out of a stinking mindset and tra- help them transform their mind into a, I can do all things through Christ. I'm, I will walk in my power and authority. I want to make sure that the people connected to me are walking in prosperity and walking in wealth because that's what God has called them to do. I want to make sure that I'm not the only billionaire around here. I'm trying to make a bunch of million and billionaires to go along the journey with me because it's not about what I'm doing for me. It's not about money for me. It's about expanding the kingdom of God. And in order for me to do that, I need to show other people how they can expand and influence their sphere, how they can increase their finances, their investment portfolios, the properties that they own, all the things that they need to do to be to experience the fullness and the abundance of God is what I am called to do. So I'm not walking around here saying I'm, I'm going to be a billionaire just to be a billionaire by myself. I'm not trying to be lonely at the top. There is room at the top for you, you, and you. There is room at the top for everyone. It is my goal, okay? It is my goal to give out full scholarships. That's one of my goals give out full scholarships for students going back to university. So guess what? Last year, I gave out two $1,000 scholarships. And before this year was up, I had my mind already on 2020's goal. What was 2020's goal? I want to give out seven $5,000 scholarships. I said that to somebody and they said, oh, that's a lot. Like, you know, ease your way into it. And I'm like, no. Why am I easing my way into it? God has called me to make a difference and influence the people around me. He also will provide. That can't, that wouldn't have been a Shantae idea. That would be a God idea. And guess what? If it's his will, he will foot the bill. So if it's his will that I give out $35,000, $35,000 will come from somewhere, whether it's from some a program I'm hosting, a speaking engagement, whatever it is, God will always provide. I want you to have that sort of attitude that you can change your environment. You can influence the people that are around you. You can make life better for somebody today, tomorrow, and the next day. As a matter of fact, if you want to start somewhere with influencing somebody, do do an act of kindness for somebody today. When you go to buy your lunch... Buy the lunch for the person behind them and tell them to pay it forward. When you go to the grocery store and you see the person packing the groceries, tip them extra. Tip somebody extra at the um at the at the at the restaurant. Do something where you can change somebody's mood and let them see the blessing of God, bitches. You let God work through you in 2020. Don't be greedy. Don't try to do it for me, 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 me. Do it to expand the kingdom of God. Do it to expand your family. Do it for your legacy that's coming forward. Do it to expand your community. Do it because you can, because God has given you the power and authority to do so. All right. Lesson number five. Be focused and drop that procrastination. 
You know we talked about procrastination, I want to say episode two of the podcast. Yes, we talked about crippling uh, procrastination and perfectionism. And I have learned to become focused and drop the procrastination. Because like I used to say, I used to be the queen of procrastinator. No procrastination. Nobody could procrastinate as good as your girl, okay? I would find every and anything to do but what I had to do. But when I started looking at it, When I started looking at it, like I had to turn my eyes to what I'm doing. I was like, wait a minute. Procrastination is actually a tactic of the enemy. Ask me how. How, Shantae? I'm going to tell you how. Because while you're busy procrastinating on what God has called you to do, the enemy is using that as a way to make sure that you don't have the full manifestation of what he has called you to do. You don't execute the vision. The people that are connected to you, the people that will help you grow, the people you will help grow will never see what they need to do when you're busy procrastinating. So guess what? You can't succumb to a trick of the enemy that he hasn't even had to try to do. He just drops a little seed of a for example, of series two of you on Netflix. And that may cause you to stay at home all day and watch the entire thing, speaking from experience. But I actually have planned that day soon. Pay me no mind. I actually planned a binge watching day, so I worked around it. But too many times we get easily distracted with things that look pretty or look like fun in the moment, but it's actually a distraction from your calling and your purpose. Don't let a beautiful object become a distraction, right? Don't let something that looks good like, oh yes, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna watch this one show turn into 10 shows. Don't let, let oh okay, I'm gonna start the book tomorrow. Today I'm gonna go out with my friends and then tomorrow becomes tomorrow and becomes tomorrow. That's not it for your life. You're about to be Focus. Actually, I'm not saying you're about to be focused. You actually are focused. Procrastination doesn't live here no more. Put your hand up and receive it. Procrastination is not a part of your reality. That's not it. You are going to plan, make a plan, execute the plan and get it done. You are going to do the work. You're not just going to be old talk anymore. Nuh-uh, baby girl. That is not you. All talk is out the window, okay? You are a person who manifests the glory of God daily with your actions. You are a person who actually sees miracle signs and wonders because you're having faith and doing the work, okay? So that is what 2020 is going to be for you. And I need you to affirm it, claim it, receive it, everything, all right? Because It is your season. And I know people are going to come along and tell you 2020 vision and it's going to really become a cliche the way people are going to use 2020 vision or preach 2020 vision. But that's not it for me. I don't think it's I don't think 2020 is about vision. I think 2020 is about executing the vision. Like you spent the last decade dreaming of the life you want to have. Girl, it is time to stop dreaming and actually doing. It's time to stop waiting and actually take the first step. It's time to stop waiting for uh the right the right amounts of money in your account the right laptop the right equipment the right this the perfect that and that and that and actually just start do it because if you spend another year writing and dreaming the vision and actually not doing anything come december 31st 2020 you are going to be mad and i am going to be mad at you because i told you and you knew better okay this just a little tough love to bring you into 2020. Another 
lesson, as you heard from my beautiful, beautiful friend groups, was the importance of creating a healthy community of support. That is so support. That is so important for me. I mean, if you haven't listened to the episode, it is two episodes ago. It's entitled "Get You a Miss Nigeria," and I invite my friend group to talk about the importance of creating community. And when I tell you it's important, it's so important. And I have, I had on that podcast probably like eighty percent, ninety percent of my community that I, I, um, that I go to when I need support. Well, really, just friends. So every day, not even just when I need support, when I need a laugh, when we talk. Um, the people that you didn't hear from are my two best friends, Michaela and Naomi, because they live in different countries. So I couldn't have them on the podcast yet. Putting a big yet there. I know they're listening and hear, hear the yet and appreciate it. <laughs> and then of course Lavina who was away at the time, but my friend group is what has brought me through hard times, breakups, rough times, not believing in myself, not feeling like I was beautiful and and actually pushed me into being the puppet the person that I am and when I am bold about who I am and bold about my purpose and bold in my statements and my affirmations. They don't shut me down. They push me to go further. They say, well, you could do that and you could do some more. So that community has changed my life. That having a supportive community has changed my life. And if you want to know how to build a supportive community, how to find the right type of friends, the right type of people to have in your life, please go to that episode. Um, Get you a Miss Nigeria. I believe it is episode 18 on the podcast. Get have a listen to it. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, send me a DM. Lesson number seven, just do it. Or as Dr. Marlene said when I shared it on Instagram, make a plan, set a date, and just do it. That's what my mother told me when I kept going over and over about how I wanted to do, um, how I was ready to do this thing. And I kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And she, quite frankly and quite rightly, got irritated about me talking about it. And she was just like, make a plan, set a date, stop talking about it. Just do it. Like you don't need to talk about it every single step of the process. You need to actually start doing the work and stop being all talk. And I was like, okay, mama. She was preaching a whole word, but it's so important for you to actually do the things that you said you are going to do. You don't want to be all talk. You don't want to be the person that talks about, oh yeah, I want to travel the world. I want to see this country, that country, that country. And you're fit and you turn and it's 10, 20, 30 years later and you haven't done one thing on your list because you have become all talk, but you were waiting for the perfect timing or the right amount of money to get it done. Whatever God has called you to do in this season, whatever God has called you to do in the next season, just do it, okay? Just do it. If he has told it to you, if he has laid it to you in your heart, no matter if it doesn't blow up the way you think it's going to blow up the first time, listen to God. He's got a plan, you know, he's got your back, right? He knows what's best for you. He knows what whatever he has tasked you to do, how it's going to change your life. So please listen to me. Just do it. Lesson eight is to command your day. All right. And you guys have heard me talking about that, the important of mindset. I can go over it 
again and again and again, but you will never achieve what you set out to achieve if you hold on to your own old mindset. You have to command your day. You have to put power and authority in your words into what you speak over your life, whether it's affirmations, declarations, whatever you want to call it, manifestation, whatever you want to call it, as long as you put your word on it. Like, I will go around saying that peace follows me and success is my birthright. I will go around saying that everything God does for me is intentional. He has plans to prosper me, not to harm me, but to give me good health. I will go around saying by his stripes, I am healed, right? I will go around saying, I am am a multi-property owner because my father is rich in houses and land. Listen, I spend time speaking over my life each day. I have affirmations everywhere. Actually, my best friend, even for Christmas, gave me a jar, an affirmation jar. So now I can take my affirmations on the go with me as well. Keep them in the car so that I have something to say over my life each day. Command your morning, command your day, change your mindset. Start saying the, start speaking the things that isn't so as if they are. So if you are... You want to be a homeowner and you're not a homeowner yet? Guess what? Say it. I am a homeowner. I own such and such a house. If you know what house you own, I have my my dream house in my head. I know the address. So I, I will say my address when I'm saying it. I will be in my house by next Christmas. I say those things over my life. Command your life. Speak peace, joy, happiness, love. Speak all of that over your life. Do not walk out into this world that is full of negativity, not saying at least three uh, positive things over your life before you step out the door. Another lesson I have learned is do not be afraid to ask what you want, whether it's in your career or in your personal life. Listen, the worst somebody can say to your question is no. And what does no mean? No mean that you're simply in the same position you were before you asked the question. And it's not that bad. If you look at the way successful people have expressed how many times they've been turned down before they got the one yes that they needed, but they still persisted. You persist. If you believe that it's time for a raise on your job and that you've earned it and you have the uh, evidence to prove how you how you have earned a raise, go in, speak to your boss and ask for it. Take your proof, take all the things that you have done, take how you have made the company better and go and ask for the raise that you deserve. If in your personal life, you need to learn how to say no, say no. And I mean, not no or no with a question mark on the end, just say no, you can't do it. It's time for you to start putting yourself first. It's time for you not to spread yourself wide and thin, trying to help everybody else out, but you don't help yourself out. It's time for you to move on up. It's time for you to learn how to say no, if that's what you need. Ask for what you, if you need a day to yourself, I need a day to myself. This is in your personal life. If you need a day with your friends, ask, say, guys, I just want to hang out with you. I just need, I just need your love. Whatever you want, right? Just ask for it. The worst somebody can say is no. And one of the most important life decade lessons that you can keep is to keep learning. Never stop improving yourself. 
become the best version of yourself. Every year, you should be working on being the best version of yourself. Why every year? Because every year you should be getting even better. Fill yourself up with knowledge. Sit, make a reading list. Actually read the books. Learn something this year. Write down things you want to learn for 2020. Write down courses you want to take. Write down coachings you want to be a part of. Write down events that you want to attend. Write all of that down, right? And you, and make a difference with it, okay? Write it down and actually do the work. I have said this to you guys already. I invested in myself in my in my business this year over $30,000. Did I have $30,000 when I started this year? No, I wasn't even selling. <laughs> I didn't even have much of a business in January, but guess what? God provided every course, every coaching opportunity, every conference, every trip, every laptop, every every iPad, everything I needed God provided. And he allowed me to that everything I spent out, I made back in income. So trust me and believe investing in yourself and learning will make such a difference. And finally, the last thing I want you to do is to don't spend time worrying about tomorrow. Live in the moment and enjoy every day because you never know when you will take your last breath. And in Matthew 6:34 God says, "Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself." We have spent too long living life behind the lens of a screen. It is time for you to enjoy every moment. Create the life that you want. Have days where you disconnect from social media, from the rest of your world, and just enjoy your community. I said earlier that one day, uh, Boxing Day, which is a holiday in Bermuda, the day after Christmas, I needed a day to recharge and refuel. I planned that binging day. I knew um, season two of you was coming out. My phone died and I didn't even charge it. I just left the dead phone and just laid down and relaxed and took some time for myself because every few weeks, weeks I have to disconnect from society just for a moment just to gather my thoughts, to pray, to recharge, to refuse so that I can go out into the world. I have to be able to enjoy each moment. We are so busy and we live our lives behind the lenses. We're too busy trying to take pictures, trying to record a moment that we forget how to enjoy the moment. So even when you're spending time with friends and family, I like to do with my family. If we, if my, my family and I go out to dinner all the phones are off the table because I want to hear from you. I want to hear your heart. I want to know what's going on in your life. And I can't do that if I'm distracted. So be present every day. Be present. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. It's done. Yesterday is in the past. Don't worry about your what's going to happen tomorrow. Leave that. God's got it. Enjoy today. Enjoy the experience of today. Take one day, one at a time and change your life one day at a time. One day of affirmations, one day of working out, one day of self-care, one day of focusing on you, one day of spending time with your friends and family, one day of of detaching from uh, society. Whatever you need to do, Take it one day at a time and enjoy it. Enjoy it.
So guys, that's it for the last episode of 2019, the last episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I'm just so excited for what 2020 has to bring. If you haven't yet, pray about a word for 2020. What is your word? Like 2019 for me was really the glow up. So a couple words, but like your word or your sentence. 2020 is the year of more for me. So I'm expecting God to do so much more in everything, in all areas of my life. And I'm super excited for what is coming up, what's coming up for the podcast, what's coming up for my business. We're launching the Created for More Life Coaching course in February, and I already have ladies signing up. So if you are interested in the Created for More course so that you can get your life and your mindset together so that 2020 December, your life will be completely different. Send me a DM or an email. The link is in the show notes so that you can join this phenomenal group of women who are ready to take their lives to the next level, who are ready to let go to mundane and boring and being all talk and finally step into this new decade, running, doing their best best, being their bold selves with their head held high, activating their purpose, power, and authority, and living their best life. So if you're interested, just send me an email or a DM and I will give you the information for this course. I'm just so very excited. As we do in normal pray, plan, slave fashion, let's end in a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us through 2019. We thank you for bringing us through another decade that you have decided that we can wake up, breathe, have our being, that we can go on to fight another day, that we can go on up in purpose, in our power, in authority. So we thank you for all the lessons, all the blessings, everything that we have learned throughout the year of 2019. We thank you and we honor you, even if we didn't understand it, even if we didn't know Uh, what the plan was or what you were doing. We still thank you because you are the author of our fate and you do things intentional. So God, as we go into this next decade, as we go into another year, I pray that you continue to download vision into us, Father God, that you continue to help us to execute the the vision, Father God, that you could continue to guide us on our paths into this new year. We thank you for everything that's going to happen in 2020. We're excited to see what you're going to do in our lives. And we're excited to go forth, live in our purpose boldly and make a difference in the lives of people around us. We thank you. We honor you. We praise you. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And we will be back next week with another exciting episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And for everyone listening, Happy New Year. Enjoy your holiday. Talk soon.